The Punisher, season two. I just finished it last night. Um, I finished it in three days, which is a little long for me. I tend to finish it in two. It was about 14 or 15 episodes long, which is slightly sad, but uh, I don't give a shit. I finished Stranger Things in two days, so, you know, it's kind of on par with the rest of the cool shit. Anyway, um, so spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you some shit. Um, proceed with caution. Um, overall, yeah, I liked it, but I was also, I, uh, I read the leaked article on the new villain a couple weeks before the season came out, and, uh, the new villain, how they said it anyway, was a, uh, Christian, white supremacist, what else, homophobe, I think they said, um, well, what they got wrong was it wasn't just one villain. It was kind of three. And um, they really were pretty ambiguous when it came to um, the, de- the denomination of Christianity. Like, you don't really know. Like, the guy wears that uh, collarless button-down without a tie. And then he wears this black jacket, so it kind of makes him look like a priest. So I think they were trying to touch on all of it. They, he had like a an Amish guy's black hat. So I don't know if that's uh, Methodist or Lutheran or whatever that is. But he wasn't a leader of a church, and I think they even said that he was in that article. So the article kind of got it wrong. Um, He was an enforcer to this husband and wife, and um, their son was a politician, and he was also gay. And that's kind of where the whole storyline comes from. to the two storylines there are. There's the the original uh, Punisher storyline, which was fine. That was that was badass as that went along. However, they had to keep inputting this other dumbass storyline that didn't need to be done. It was forced, and it was forced for a purpose. They wanted to influence you. They wanted to influence the viewers that white straight Christian males are all white supremacists and they're homophobes and there's. Uh, um, racist uh, they are xenophobic, they're every phobia and every ist and ism that you can think of that's what they wanted to imply by having this bad guy in there now I'm not saying that as me coming up with my own conspiracy theory that isn't a theory it is an absolute a fucking ben Shap- if Ben Shapiro's talking about shit like this where uh, you have Will and Grace and you have uh, Murphy Brown and you have shit like that um, where they introduce things after their show is a hit for so many seasons. It's not a theory anymore. It is a purposeful endeavor to get you to think a certain way. And um, sadly, they have now used one of my favorite comic book heroes um, to do so. Uh, this is like my seventh attempt today at trying to make this fucking episode. Um, so hopefully this one makes it. But anyway, I had met John Bernthal. I might have mentioned that at one point in the past at a Comic-Con in Detroit. Well, in Novi. I hate how people do that here in Michigan where you could be 30, 40 miles away from Michigan and you're still from Detroit. It's so dumb. Detroit is a shithole. Why would you want to be from that place? Anyway, um, so I met him at a Comic-Con there and 
understand this about John Bernthal. He is a multi, multi-millionaire. He has been in numerous blockbusters. He was in Wolf of Wall Street. He was in Fury. He was on The Walking Dead. He's been in a shit ton of movies. Uh, he's got his money. And why I say that is because if you don't know what it's like at a Comic-Con, people, certain actors from TV shows, from like sci-fi shows and comic book affiliated things, movies, what have you, will show up there. San Diego is the biggest. San Diego Comic-Con is where all the big hitters come. And I'm talking um, from all the comic book movies, so Spider-Man and the Avengers. It's where all the new trailers come out for the movies that are, are going to come out in you know, the next year or whatever. Uh, Supernatural, I mean, all the shit. All the CW shows, that's where they really show up at. And uh, and this is all the, the major actors. The one I was at, I mean, they, they have a few big actors, so they did have John Bernthal from, uh, it was Daredevil Season 2 when they introduced The Punisher, so he was a pretty big name at that point. So they had him, they had some other people. I think they might have had Patrick Stewart. They had some people from The Walking Dead, things like that. And... Um, so I bought the tickets, and I guess I kind of knew that this was going to happen, that they come there to sign autographs, and they take money for that. I'm sorry, but... I'm not sorry. I'm sorry I'm not sorry. I, You make me lose respect for you when you sign autographs. Now, you n- might not be the same way as me, but uh, I just don't see your autograph unless it's coordinating a deal that is going to save people. Your autograph ain't worth shit to me. I don't want... To stare at your dumb fucking autograph uh, when I'm like the, especially when I'm the, I don't know, 2,000th person that you're, you've given your autograph to either that day or that weekend. I don't give a fuck about your piece of shit autograph, your fucked up cursive name. I don't give a shit. So um, that's just how I am. I know other people are different. I'm fine with that. But I definitely don't have more respect for you when you're charging money for it. Especially when you're John Bernthal and you have millions of dollars. Why the fuck are you charging people for your autograph? Um, So there's a couple things about it. One, I'm not a celebrity worshiper. I could give a fuck. The people that I attribute fame to are people that I see as ones that stand for something, actual heroes, you know, Ron Paul, Rand Paul, Alex Jones, fucking Tiny, and, and those guys from Patriot Prayer, and the boy, and fucking Proud Boys, those are the guys that should have some fame, you know, people who have done something to make the world better, those motherfuckers should have some fame, not some fucking dude that stepped into an audition, and because somebody liked the way he played a part, you know, fucking put him in that part, and then he got famous for a character that was already famous. It doesn't make any sense. Like Stephen Amell, um, he plays the arrow in the arrow. He plays the green arrow. And um, he actually promotes this shit. By the way, John Bernthal was charging $50 an autograph and then $50 for a photo taken with your phone. And if you got both of them, it was $90. So 10% off. Oh, how kind. What a fucking joke. I mean, that is, it's, it's disgusting. Um, and, and Stephen Amell noticed that he can make three, and I did the numbers. Stephen Amell's right on point. You can, he, they can make three figures. We're talking at least a hundred grand in a weekend, at least. And that's a low level guy. 
Um, guys like uh, fucking Robert Downey Jr., you think he's only charging 50? He's probably charging 300. And I have heard of that. I've heard that, um, fuck, who plays Fox Mulder? It's um, Gillian Anderson and, fuck, I can't think of his name. Well, anyway, those two charge, from what I hear, $300 an autograph. That is absolutely despicable. Uh, I've now taken away my respect, or at least some respect from those people. And the reason I don't take it all away, based off of that one thing, is because I'm a free market guy. Hey, dude, make the money you're going to make, but I get the right to shit on the way you make money. Right? So, I'm okay with all drugs being legalized along with the parameters. However, uh, I don't respect a drug dealer. Did that person hurt? The same with, uh, motherfucker, was that person hurt? Sorry, I'm driving in freezing rain right now. Now one might ask, why am I doing a podcast while I'm driving in freezing rain? Because it calms me. It calms me while I drive. It allows me to kind of focus on that while I'm talking. Anyway, um, Fuck, where was I? Uh, oh yeah, but I don't, I don't respect drug dealers. Same with prostitutes. Prostitution should be completely, uh, completely legal, but I don't respect you for being a prostitute. Make sense? Um, anyway, so all the way back to John Bernthal. He was a nice guy. I went through his line. Uh, actually, when I walked up to his line, so I got the tickets for me and my son. I wanted my son to meet the Punisher. I thought that that would be cool. And, and uh, when I walked up to the line, I obviously knew that they charge. They used. They there's a rumor that they charge money. I'd never seen it before. So I asked this lady that was standing on the front of the line who worked there. I was like, "Do you, do I have to pay anything?" And she goes, "No." I go, "Awesome." So I was like, "Maybe I was wrong." No. When we got up there, uh, fifty dollars an autograph, and I'm like, "Holy fuck! What do you need my money for? You don't need my money, dude." I need my money. So I was already in line. I couldn't just walk away. And uh, once I got up to him, he had a guy with him that was asking people what they wanted. And then he'd take the cash. And the guy goes, are you going to buy anything? And he was kind of douchey. And I was like, nope. Because I was already pissed off. Like that pissed me right the fuck off. I go, nope. Now, I, oddly enough, and no, not in a gay way, I had met eyes with John Bernthal a couple times standing in line. And I didn't know what that was all about. Like, just kind of fucking looking over. Not that I think... Nobody's gay in this scenario. But just, like, you know, feeling each other out. Like, is this going to be a problem? You know what I mean? So, I got up there, and uh, I was pissed. And I go, nope. And um, then I got to John Bernthal. And now I have to think of something to talk to him about. Because he's not going to sign my shit. Because I'm not going to give him any fucking money. And I got my kid with him, and I was like, yeah, I just wanted my son to meet the Punisher. And I go, I do have a question for you because I had seen his interview in which he and Brad Pitt and Shia LaBeouf and the Mexican fellow from Fury all talked about it. Uh, The director made all of them box one another because he thought it would bring in camaraderie. And so uh, they could box Brad Pitt, but they couldn't hit him in the face. And I go, so because I know how boxing goes, I don't give a shit how pretty you are. If you ask me not to hit you in the face and we're boxing, I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. That's just a given. I'm not going to fucking shy away from you and your pretty boy face. I'm going to punch you right in it. Especially if you get to hit me in the face. Fuck that. I'm not playing those gay-ass rules. Anyway, so I know that most guys are like that. At least real men that fucking box and shit. 
So I was like, uh, did you hit Brad Pitt in the face? And he looked at me like he thought I asked him the craziest fucking question ever. He had no idea what I was talking about. And he was like, what? And I go, yeah, dude, you gave an interview about Fury where you guys had to box each other, but you couldn't hit Brad Pitt in the face. I go, did you hit him in the face? And he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, no, man, I love Brad Pitt. And he was just super cool while we answered it. And he sat there and talked to me for a couple minutes. And I was like, all right. And in fact, he's the one that told me there was going to be a, a Punisher spinoff. That's the name of it. There was going to be a Punisher spinoff. And I was like, get the fuck out. And he goes, yeah. And I go, no way. And he goes, yeah. I go, all right. Well, I'm all done here. <laughs> fucking walked away. I'm not giving you my fucking money. But he was super cool about it. So um, he got a little bit of my respect back. But uh, sorry, dude. I'm just, I'm not, a, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. I'm not into people getting money from, I mean, I guess that's a pretty upfront way. But there's just something that seems real fucked up about it. You know, a millionaire taking his fans' money. Hold my feet to the fire, too. Go ahead and do it. I'm fine. If I ever, if my book makes it the way that I plan for it to make it, I will never charge a dime for my signature. I might do something like, okay, only two signatures each or something like that at a book signing, but I will never charge a dime. I am not doing that. That is such bullshit. My signature, dude, really? So my signature is worth 50 bucks. I get to sit around my house all day and just write my signature. No, see, that doesn't make any sense. What am I going to fucking write my signature a thousand times on the wall times 50? Fuck that. It's not like it's going to drop out of nowhere. That is the dumbest fucking thing. Oh God, it just, it pissed me off. Anyway, now that I went off on that dumbass tangent, John Bernthal's a pretty decent guy. Uh, a Punisher season two. Overall, I liked it, but I think it had more to do with the A plus rating I give to the the original storyline, and the F rating I give to the bullshit liberal leftist storyline that they injected in there on purpose in order to influence you. Um, so maybe overall it gets like a B. Um, it, had they not put that fucking thing in there, dude, all they had to do was use Bullseye from Daredevil Season 2. Being that it was canceled, it would have been fine. It would have added sustenance. It would have been a pretty good storyline um, to put this guy who's a crack shot against another dude who just doesn't quit and is the Punisher. It would have been a great storyline. But instead, they didn't. So, um, but that's my take on the Punisher. Uh, I hope it's going to be a season three, but if they, dude, if they canceled, and I guess it has to do with contracts, negotiations and shit for Netflix. If they canceled Daredevil, that started all of it, they're probably, they haven't canceled Jessica Jones as far as I know, but they did cancel, they canceled Daredevil, um, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. I can only assume as most other people can is that they're going to cancel Jessica Jones and they're going to cancel the Punisher. Which is sad, but they'll probably pop up somewhere else. Maybe Hulu, maybe on uh, Amazon Prime somewhere. I imagine they'll probably... Dude, it's way too successful. Maybe not Iron Fist, maybe not Jessica Jones or Luke Cage, but definitely Daredevil and The Punisher. Um, I, I just can't see them not foregoing a couple more seasons on that and uh, and having the viewership because that because those shows tore up Netflix dude there's so many people that watch those um, we'll see what happens
problems with it, but if they, it would be such a dumb game plan not to, not to at least extend a couple of those seasons in other places. It would just be the dumbest. But then again, it's Hollywood, and they make real dumb decisions like, oh, I don't know, injecting a bullshit storyline that didn't need to be done just to fucking virtue signal to the left. Oh, God, that's so, it's so fucking annoying. Uh, They're ruining everything. They don't know where the fuck they even want to go with their destination. And by the way, like, if I could, if this ever makes it to John Bernthal, be aware, dude, the liberal left is coming for you, too. Anything that they deem is masculine, they are fucking coming for it. And they're coming to destroy it. So be on your guard, man, because the the liberal left is coming for everybody, which means you too. You're not safe, man. I don't give a shit how clean you are. They'll come up with something. So anyway, um, there's a couple new plot twists to the Covington Catholic uh, school boys shit that happened the other day with the... uh, American Indian guy. A lot of people are retracting what they said because so much evidence came out that it wasn't, it wasn't the uh, the boys that did anything. Um, there was a video where um, I guess one of the instigators, and I want to say he was from the black Hebrew Israelites. Uh, Maybe it wasn't. It was. I don't know who it was, but it was certainly wasn't one of the one of the guys on the Covington Catholic boys' side, who said to them, "Yeah, we need to lock up all the the gays as slaves or something like that." And the the Catholic guy said no, and he he argued against it. You know what I mean? So there's that to show that uh, they're not who you guys are portraying them as. But. Um, there was a uh, an article. I can't. I think it was the the UK Independent who um, who came up with a picture from a, a basketball game in which there was two guys that painted themselves in all black, and they said, "Well, maybe." They said something along the lines of, "Well, maybe they weren't being as racist as everybody said they were, but they have a history of racism in dressing up in blackface." This is the stupidity of the left. This is why I call them mouth breathers. is because they don't know their asshole from a hole in the ground. These guys, uh, the left are just so fucking dumb. And they are so desperate to come up with something that can support their bullshit, full of lies narrative. That they don't even, I don't know if you guys know what we call this. Back in my day, we called it super fans. Okay, uh, I guess they were having what's called a blackout. If you've ever heard what a whiteout is, it's not as if it's a whole bunch of guys dressed up in white sheets and burning a fucking cross in the middle of a goddamn game. A whiteout is just where everybody wears white shirts and has white pom-poms and white hats for a team that um, they want to support. It's called a whiteout, and it's usually with teams that have a uniform that is primarily white, like Penn State. Penn State is white and blue, and on certain games, they'll do a whiteout where all everybody dresses in white so that the you can see the whole um, stadium is dressed in all white, right? It's a thing to pump up your team. Well, in this case, 
the uh, the Covington Catholic, I think their colors are black and white, and they did a blackout. So some of the kids had their shirts off and painted themselves in all black. Blackface is when you have when you paint just your face black and you're a white person. I mean, I guess black people could do blackface too, but whatever. And that is seen as a racist thing by the liberal left. Even though it really wasn't ever a racist thing, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. The point is, is that these guys are what we call super fans. They had a blackout. So instead of white, it was all black. Because that's their school's color. And they were trying to pump up their team and fuck with the other team. Not because their other team had black people on it. But because that's what you do when you're a fucking fan. When you're showing support for your team, you dress like everybody else. And if it's a blackout, you dress in all fucking black. This is the dumbest shit. But it just goes to show that no matter what, the liberal left will do whatever it takes to get their narrative out into the open and try and influence people with it. But it's horseshit. That's why when this when this first came out, when the, the first clip came out, which was just the beating of the drum in the kid's face, and he's smiling, and you got all the kids like hooping and hollering around, that uh, when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck is this? But then I also knew that it was only liberal leftist uh, media that was reporting it as such. And I go, all right, there's, there's something more. I don't like what I'm seeing right now because by the title and then the video... Yeah, that's that's influencing me to think a certain way. And right now, yeah, it looks pretty fucking bad. But I don't have any context. And I started thinking about it. And I'm like, you know what? I want to see who approached who. Because that'll be the story. I'm going to wait until I see what, what the whole story is. And being that I did that, uh, I chose a very smart move. And not coming out and saying anything. Because... That's how we should be about everything, right? Don't just, you know, go off half-cocked and, uh, and make a, a, a conclusion that isn't there. So anyway, now that even more is out, it shows that these guys did absolutely nothing wrong, that they were being harassed, which is why they were uh, by, the, by the black Hebrew Israelites, um, who are a, um, a black supremacist group who um, want all white people to be dead or enslaved. I know I said that the other day, but these guys, I've been, I've, I've been studying, I shouldn't say I've been studying them, well, sort of, for 20 years. I've been coming across these guys. These are, these are the guys that um, push this idea that Jesus is uh, black when Jesus Christ was a Middle Eastern fella. Um, which I have argued, and I argued on the other podcast, um, is every race put together. Um, or, if you will, it's just the, the UV ray exposure in that part of the land has always been that way. Anyway, um, so these kids were getting harassed constantly by these guys, and then the next thing you know, here comes the liberal leftist activist um, Phillips, whatever his name is uh, who came in beating a drum and trying to get some attention 
So the moral of the story is uh, don't believe everything right off the bat that you see until you have all the information. And then when you do have it, make sure to be accountable, be responsible, and not be a liberal.